0: Hello, sports fans. Welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve. And Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges, and we may have a rare look at Whippeel. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports.
1: Hey, folks. Welcome back to another episode of Bold Sports. Matt and I are here with episode 106 after Thanksgiving Break, we'll call it, just Mm -hmm. because our schedules didn't line up to record before Thanksgiving because of both of us traveling uh, over the
0: holiday. I mean, you only really get, like, one shot at it in a short week like that because, like, typically we don't do it on Monday. Right. So it's usually either Tuesday or Wednesday, and, like, nobody's recording a podcast the night before Thanksgiving. Right, and
1: Tuesday... You had your catch up to do for work to get ready to go, and mm-hmm. I was leaving Tuesday uh, evening. Yeah, so
0: I had I, mean, to leave, I had to leave Wednesday morning, and I needed to get my sleep.
1: Yeah, you were leaving Wednesday at dark thirty to drive eight hours yeah. south, and I left Thursday late afternoon, early evening to drive two hours northwest. Yeah, and drink, so. <laughs>
0: drinking beer and talking about sports until three in the morning. On a Monday, it's not very conducive to whatever it is you got to do the next morning.
1: Right. I mean, we couldn't record it Tuesday night. It was Monday was our only shot. We just didn't get into it. We just couldn't make it happen. Yeah. But here and there, um, how's your Thanksgiving? Good. It was good. You yeah. Know, ate awesome.
0: a lot of. Ate got a lot of skin this year. Got a lot of skin. It's my favorite part of the turkey. Ah, uh, got to love uh, that crackling, man. Yeah, man. Um, you know, two different kinds of cranberries. It's always always a plus. Um, same as uh, my aunt's house. You know, we you know staying in a hotel like you, you you miss out on that that awesome like getting up at two in the morning and raiding right the fridge for leftovers. But um, staying
1: in a hotel the whole time,
0: yeah. Oh, well, yeah.
1: I, I I thought you only stayed in the hotel like maybe one or two nights, and then the rest was at the fam's house. Nah, man,
0: yeah. the the fam house isn't big enough for everyone three generations now, so like... And the littlest generations probably take priority. Of course. Yeah. Because they're picky about like where they sleep and how much of it they get. Right. Who, who am I kidding? I'm like that too. Um, <laughs> you, you, which you, is you, why which is why I pay money for a hotel room. Yeah, you and your missus don't
1: have little ones. Me and my missus don't have little ones together. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, uh, we were up in Cleveland and had a hotel uh, and then uh, woke up Thursday morning after being up there Tuesday, and Wednesday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday all day, and and Wednesday night, and uh, went to my aunt's house. Yeah, and then we drove home from my aunt's house like Thursday night. Thursday because, night, you know, our jobs actually require us to actually work on Friday. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, you I took I, vacation. Yeah, man, I had to take so.
0: vacation. Um, you know, it's it's always it's always a little tricky this time of year with with work schedules. Like we both we both work in fields that um. You know, they don't care if it's the weekend, necessarily. Yeah, pretty much. So, you got to ask for vacation, even if it's Black Friday or the day after Black Friday.
1: Yeah, I got, uh, I had off, uh, I actually had off a lot of time. I had off Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's insane. That's and, like a and, You know, a vacation. I, I typically don't
0: work Sunday, Monday anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know two days so, off in a row like that's yeah uh um, built into your life and you get two days off in a row like that's uh yeah i'm typically a tuesday
1: through saturday guy so yeah. you know but uh but my hours is different from everybody else's for the most part but here we are at bold sports at episode 106 uh 106 there mr matt we're going to go start off right away with the best of all time it's mr bill russell uh boston celtics 12 time all-star 11 11- NBA championships, five-time MVP. You have a notable Dr. J for number six. Okay. In there as well for the NBA. I didn't really give uh, all-time NFL or NHL or MLB uh, all-time number sixes from the website that I look at anyway. But we're just going to go and go with the uh, Penguins. Uh, let's see here. Ooh, a lot of guys that we have no clue who the hell they are. Yeah. We're just gonna <laughs> um, we're just
0: gonna throw Lemieux in because he was sixty six and he can do both. Right. Because uh, Here, he here, here we it go, it here we
1: go. We'll start uh we'll start where we where we really started paying attention to the penguins. Um uh, Jeff uh Cochran, okay. ninety two okay. Peter Aola, ninety three, Mike Ramsey, Neil Wilkinson. Here's one that we sh- that everybody should know. Bob Bogner. Okay. Mike Berry, Mike Wilson, Richard Latner, uh, Martin Straybach, uh, Nolan Bumgardner, Ryan Whitney. Everybody should know that name. I remember him. Uh, Joel Kadowaski. I wonder if he's in relationship to Andy. Same spelling, same crazy-ass uh, Polish name.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I had, <laughs> side note, I had some, like shingles blow off my roof while I was away and uh huh. and the the uh, insurance agent I talked to about my claim also had that same last name huh. but he was from like Meadville
1: yeah K W I A T or yeah K W I A T K O W S K
0: I. That's the Jagoff Brewer, right? Yeah. 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 That's, I, fo- I follow him.
1: Yeah, that's the Jagoff Brewer.
0: Uh, that's, otherwise, prob- that's the- probably why I remember the name. I don't I don't <laughs> remember anyone for the Penguins who uh, ever had that name.
1: Otherwise he is, uh he's the head brewer over at Hitchhiker Brewing. Uh Ben Lovejoy, two thousand ten to thirteen. Scott Harrington, one year fifteen. I don't know. Yeah, Scott Harrington. Trevor
0: Daly. Daly uh, was good. I like Daly. Daly's gonna come couple. He got, he got injured. Daly was cool because like he got injured, but he was still on the cup team and still and played. He got the cup like right after Crosby got to handle it. Yep, because Daly's mother was ailing at the time, mm-hmm. and you know they figured like, well, she waited long enough. Like, let's not wake her. Let's not make her wait one minute more. So even though he was an injured defenseman and not like a top scorer on the team that actually went all four rounds of the playoffs, they let Daly handle the cup. Well. Daily like has, that was a cool. That was a cool moment and a good leadership lesson by the captain Sidney Crosby.
1: Right. Well, Daly has two cups with the Pens, and then uh, Jamie Alexiak, uh,
0: who is no longer with us. So. That's okay. We're we're okay with that. Although they are kind of hurting at defense right now, so they are. Maybe maybe we shouldn't celebrate too soon.
1: Uh, how about some pirates? A bunch of names before we were even thought of. ...that I don't even recognize wearing number six.
0: Every shortstop from the era where the numbers were based on your position. Pretty much. Yeah.
1: Um, Let's see here. Uh, Let's move into the 50s era. Um, Still no names that I actually
0: uh, know. You weren't watching pirate baseball in the 50s? (coughs) I wasn't even thought of in the 50s. I wasn't either. But I I bet if I was, they would have have cautioned me to stay away from the pirates... ...because they were pretty bad. uh,
1: So here's a name that we never got to see play, but we should all know as pirate fans uh
0: rennie senate that's a great name yep um never saw him play never saw him play either i um, I, I know the name it's that's a great baseball name he was on both world
1: series teams in the 70s uh ward number six of course he was a shortstop here's a name that we all know and love and we have both got to see play mr tony pena Love Tony Pena. Love Tony Pena. He was the first one that I've ever seen with that weird catching stance with the leg kicked out to the mm-hmm. side. Yeah, I used to and like practice. His, uh, I used to practice oh, yeah. it. Yeah, we all did. Yeah, we all did at, at that era. I was so.
0: I and in fact, I was such a Tony Tony Pena fan that like when they traded him, my dad like had to have like a talk. You know, like, like you it, can't
1: do that catching stance. anymore. No, so. just
0: that like your favorite pirate got traded <laughs> to another team. And he's I, not on the Pirates anymore, and that, that's life, kid. Get it is, it is.
1: Welcome to uh, Major League Sports. Uh, At Tony, least they got something for him. Yeah, Tony Pena, 1980 to 86. And then we had Raphael Belliard, 87 to 90. Uh, wore that number six.
0: Uh, Orlando Merced,
1: remember that guy? I
0: remember Orlando Merced. Wow, yeah. He was part of the rebuild, the first big rebuild that never happened. Mm-hmm. When, uh, you know, we... So what if we don't have Bonds and Bonilla and Van Slyke and drebeck anymore? We got we got Orlando Merced, Merced and Carlos Garcia. Right. Uh, what Lou, do you mean you're
1: not interested? Lou Collier. The, don't remember him. No. Mike Benjamin. And I remember
0: Mike Benjamin, sort of. Not
1: too much for me. Chris Duffy.
0: Don't remember him.
1: Uh, Robinson Diaz for about a half a season.
0: Okay. Uh, Jeff Clement. I remember Jeff Clement. I do. Isn't he, he from? He's from like Butler, right? Uh, I believe so. And or is also, that Matt Clement? Or are they related? Or something? I think
1: they're related. But also, he was one of those guys that we got at the end of his career. Hmm. Like this is like, hey, I still want to play baseball. Who out there will give me a contract? And they were. the Pirates like,
0: we will. Well, the Pirates will <laughs> if it's not too expensive. <clears throat> and and then at that point in his career, it really wasn't. Yeah, yeah you're on. You're on the downward curve. Like, and next, then. From- Your next job isn't going to pay nearly as much as this gig pal, so pay yeah. me all you can
1: and then from two thousand twelve to two thousand nineteen, and currently is starling Marte wearing number six so for now for now, i mean he there's rumors we'll talk about that later on the podcast. Oh, it's more than rumors um <laughs> yeah it's i'm sure it, it's definitely more than rumors, but the trigger hasn't been pulled yet no,
0: and then, you know the the new guy maybe maybe he hasn't uh you know gotten comfortable yet making big calls like that, but he'll he'll have to eventually. Oh, he's going to. Yeah. He's going to. In the meantime though, Steelers
1: wise, wearing number six currently is Devlin Duck Hodges. Duck. Duck it is. Uh Duck got us out of some pretty sticky situations. Uh last week or sorry, two Sundays ago in Cincinnati. And again, uh with a great start this past week uh here in Pittsburgh against the Browns. And we'll get into that Uh, towards the end of the podcast here. But uh, you know what? When you say number six in Steelers, who do you automatically think of? Bubby Brister. Bubby. Bubby Ball. Showing my age a little bit. We're both showing our age. Because you tell me number six in Pittsburgh wearing a Steelers jersey, I'm like, oh, that's Bubby Brister all day long. Um, Bubby Brister, uh, fun fact, I mean, I think we've talked about this before, has two Super Bowl rings. Yeah. As a backup to John Elway. Um, Good gig if you can get it. Yeah, great gig if you can get it. I mean,
0: he, uh, I mean... You know, Guy L.A. I mean, like he had a long <laughs> career. He was pretty durable. Uh You know, he, he didn't get knocked on his ass too much. And then he wasn't really injured a whole lot.
1: I mean, but think about it. Bubby Ball was the 80s. Yeah. In Pittsburgh. And what, maybe 91, 90 was, did, did Cower have him for one year? Or was he gone before Cower? I can't remember. I, mean,
0: I, I don't remember the overlap for that. I did. Um, I, I want
1: to say maybe Coward had him one year. I want to say maybe. that for, for for that much because Bubby was what 86, eighty six, eight 85, 86? Yeah, I don't know. I was, I was there was a
0: few years of Mark Malone. Well, there was and Mark Bubby, Malone. Bubby took over, for and Mark Bubby Malone. took over for Mark Malone, um, and then there was kind of like this. There was kind of a limbo between like Bubby and Neil O'Donnell. Yeah, Um, where I think there was like some Mike Tomczak maybe. I I think Tomczak was way after Brister. I don't. I don't remember for sure. Um, Thing I thing I can say for certain is that there was an article last week about like the last Steeler team that had a terrible offense but still made the playoffs, and it was that '89 season with Brister at the helm. Mm -hmm. That was the year where they lost their first week to the Browns, fifty-one to nothing, which was embarrassing. And then they lost by almost almost as many points to the Bengals in Week Two. Um, well, but somehow managed <clears> to turn it around. <throat> they got into the playoffs. They, I want to say they beat Denver in the first week. And then they went out and lost to like Buffalo. That had to be a no, Buffalo. It wasn't Buffalo because this was, they lost to Buffalo during Buffalo's run. Right, right. In, like, the early 90s. So you're, you're talking about 89? 89. 89, 89. It was, NSC. like, Houston, Houston and Denver, I think, were the teams they played in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. I think they beat Houston lost to Denver. Beat Houston lost to Denver. Yeah. Um, here we go. Uh, Wikipedia says, real quick, Bobby Brister, 86-92 to at the Steelers, so he had one year with Cowher. Okay. Um, then he went to the Eagles, 93-94. 95 was with the Newark Jets. Uh, Denver Broncos 97 to 99 that's where he collected two rings <clears throat> as a backup to Elway uh Minnesota Vikings for 2000 and Kansas City Chiefs um as a practice squad member only
0: I think there's a South Park where they they make cuz you know they're they're all Broncos fans on that show I I believe there's one episode where the character um Jimbo says that uh you know, I don't know why everyone's so down on the Broncos in, in the year that after Elway retired. He's like, you know, Brister was undefeated last year <laughs> because he didn't play because he rode the bench the whole game. But yes, technically, he was undefeated that last right? season with Denver. He was undefeated the last
1: couple of years he played because he never got in. Yeah, uh, hard to lose if you're not playing.
0: That brings us to Mason Rudolph
1: yeah well, I mean it, he didn't lose this week against Cleveland. He didn't throw any interceptions. no um you he know, didn't get assaulted with
0: his own helmet. he but didn't we get know assaulted of. with his own helmet um if i if I were Mike Tomlin, I would have just taken his helmet away from him altogether and said, well, instead
1: same... he was sitting the whole game with it on, except well, for a few times he was sitting on the bench, but the rest of the time when he was not sitting on the bench, he was on the sidelines with his helmet on with yeah. his helmet on yeah uh, I guess
0: I guess as long as, you know, you trust your teammates, that's safe, but you know, what if someone you don't have good peripheral vision? Someone could run up behind you, take your helmet off, hit you with it, you know. I guess uh and that's all she wrote. Maybe there's Cleveland fans in the front row throwing batteries or something at him. It's always a possibility.
1: I mean, I listened to Merrill Hodge this week on the uh uh on the fan talking mm-hmm. about how uh one trip to Cleveland that they were throwing uh batteries and he was collecting the batteries. Yeah. And like he'd pick them up and put them like in like his duffel bag on the sideline and whatnot. Mm. They were throwing dog bones and batteries. He collected all the batteries and then he went to go throw a dog bone back mm. at the fan of, at the fans in the dog pound, and it broke. And it hit Mike Webster. Like half of it hit Mike Webster. Yeah, and yeah. He said, and Mike Webster grabbed. He says Mike Webster grabbed me on my face basket and says, "Look, I gotta dodge him coming from the fans. I don't need to dodge him coming from you either." Yeah. Right. <laughs>
0: Merrill
1: we we think you are some kind of that was like Merrill Hodges like second or third year league, because Mike Webster played to 89 Mm -hmm. so I mean yes you know uh hell of a time there so we're gonna keep on this little football talk here we're gonna get off the Steelers and the number six so we're gonna call this episode the duck episode with the number six quack 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 but we're going to go into the WPIAL, which are going into state finals. Mister Matt over here should be uh, smiling like a butcher's dog with uh, Central Catholic versus Dolphin Rams in the 6A finals coming up this weekend. Um, how, how you like your odds? I I,
0: I don't know. Yeah. Are there odds? Yeah.
1: I don't. I, I I I'm sure there's odds in a high school game. Yeah. But I mean. Um, I mean obviously you're a Central Catholic grad you're going to be like yeah Central Catholic all the way uh cool mm.
0: um
1: I know you really haven't been keeping up too much with uh high school football and so forth Not anymore.
0: since the Whippies like I I know they played State College in like the quarterfinals of states it but blew I didn't them the hell I out. didn't I didn't get any updates last weekend you know it's surprising but they don't really talk a lot about Pennsylvania high school football on in like, North Carolina on, like the Raleigh local news <laughs> Yeah um so yeah, I, I missed out on that, but I'm, I'm glad to know that my boys are in the state final. I like their chances better this year because they're not playing a team from Philly for a change.
1: Yeah, they're playing Dolphin Rams, which is out of Dolphin County, which Dolphin County is still eastern Pennsylvania, but it's more central. It's where, that's where Harrisburg is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it is. And, and I believe the Dolphin Rams are not a prep school, nor, no. nor, a, nor a private Catholic school. Yeah, it's a school. public school. Um, it's what, like Central Dolphin? Uh, no, no, this is Dolphin Rams, Central Dolphins a Prep School. What? I think.
0: Okay. I think.
1: Don't hold me to it. Okay. I was just going based off what the PIA gave me on the spreadsheet on who's playing who. Okay. And it didn't say anything about Central Dolphin. Okay. It just said
0: Dolphin Rams. So. What's weird to name a private school after the county that it's in? Eh. You know? It's possible. Don't you have like a saint or something? Uh, Right. Or is it named after like the... the baby french prince the dauphin you know who like was missing and we don't ever know what happened to him so so he ended up uh, in harrisburg is what you're saying apparently okay that's so, weird so we have uh 5a which is archbishop wood huh.
1: verse uh yeah we're five um verse uh Ch- 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 cheatham Chatham. I spelled it correctly. Shelton. Sh- Shelton. Did you drop the L? C-H-E-T-E-H-A-M. Okay. Chatham. All right. Um, we'll go with that. Short. Uh, it doesn't have anybody to do other WPIL. Nope. And, uh, 4A. Thomas Jefferson versus Dallas. Mm-hmm. And that's not the Cowboys. Not Though the they, pro- they could probably beat them right now.
0: Uh, oh, I wouldn't say. I mean, <laughs> you know. The Bills are good, man. Like, the Bills are good. Just the you, Bills are good. The Patriots know. are good, too. Losing um, to the losing to the Bills does not make you like a high school team. But Thomas Jefferson this year, some years you could make that argument, but not this year. Thomas
1: Jefferson, known the state finals in the 4A. I know they played two weeks ago at North Hills. Yeah, um, and I had some peeps in the brewery uh, that I work at over that way that were stopping in for food and beverage before going to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since they were on that side, of town, I was like, oh, well, since we're over here already, uh, we're just gonna like stop here, and give us another reason. Like be here instead of just having to make a reason to come
0: over and check yeah. you guys out. You know, it's interesting. I I know somebody who uh, <coughs> got to take a tour of the new Thomas Jefferson High School before the start of this year, right? And um, you know, it's interesting because like uh, you know, a lot of the facilities have like inspirational quotes on the wall, and like,
1: are they from mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson? No,
0: but like that's a good point. But like, where do you get inspirational quotes from if you're a public school? Because you can't use the Bible, you know. Yeah, so, God uh, so like, they, some of the people they came up with, though, like, there's there's a quote from, like, Tywin Lannister from Game of Thrones. And it's just, like, I guess the content of that statement is, like, I, I could see how that would be used to, like, fire people up. But you gotta remember two things. One, it's a fictional character. True. Okay, those words were not ever spoken by anybody, like, other than maybe, like, a writer for HBO. Secondly, yes. the guy died on his toilet. He was assassinated by his dwarf son with a crossbow while he was taking a shit. Well, are these really, are these really the heroes that you want to look up to when you're trying to build an excellent football program? Fortunately, TJ's already a very good got player. a football program. Game of Thrones, faux inspiration notwithstanding.
1: Well, we'll go to 3A. You got Central Valley versus Wyoming. Central Valley is out of uh, Beaver County.
0: Yes. Um Central Valley, of course, is the merger of Manaka and Rochester, who used yes. to be big rivals. Yes. Now they have combined their powers. And, and there's Central Valley. You know, I, have
1: a, I have a friend of mine from high school, grew up with, um, she lives out in Manaka, and mm-hmm. her kids uh, go to Central Valley. Um, so they're up for this game, even though her kids are still in that whole middle school area. Mm-hmm. So, But they're still all up for the game. They're not going to Harrisburg, but they're keeping uh, contact on it. They're playing Wyoming, which, of course, is out of Wyoming County. 2A, which is kind of big in the area I grew up in mm-hmm. and kind of big with Miss Amanda, my mm-hmm. significant other, who is the owner of Bold Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adamworth. this is her alma mater. This is their first time mm-hmm. to the state championships. Uh, they are playing uh, Southern Columbia. Um I have a bunch of friends that I grew up with in high school, uh, that now live in the Avonworth School District and their kids go to Avonworth. I have a buddy of mine that is a coach for Avonworth now. Okay. Um it still pains me to root for them because of the rival in high school. But go Avonworth. I guess they're in double A now, they're not gonna play the school I grew up in. Um They've moved in class. That's how I the feel about thing. North Catholic. And it's like, hey, go, to Avonworth. Get it done. Um, you fucking cakers all day long. Just bring it back <laughs> home. We, we can have a championship bring it, parade. Bring a championship back to the North Boroughs. Yeah. Um, Avonworth, by the way, if you're not familiar, folks, is, um, is Ben Avon, Emsworth, I had Township,
0: mm. Kilbuck Township. Okay. I didn't so. I didn't know exactly. I just I know that like driving on sixty five sometimes you see Yeah,
1: once you get past like City C- city. Yeah. Bellevue, Avalon, and then Ben Avon, Emsworth, Kilbuck, Ohio.
0: It's kinda nice out there. Yeah. It is.
1: Uh when I was a kid, I'm not mean, that
0: like Ross Township and Westview are like crap, but No,
1: no, 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 not at all. Uh I definitely uh been coming up, their football programs doing real well. Mm. Uh Dan Cuban uh, hopefully you listen to me. Uh, I don't know if you do or not. I brought you beer back from the beach, damn it. Uh, but he's a coach. He was actually a quarterback uh, for me in high school. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so he was, he was on the rival squad mm-hmm. playing in the rival high school. Now he's coaching the rival high school. So um, go ahead, Avanworth. Get it done. Bring it back. And we'll see how it does. They're playing Southern Columbia. And then in 1A, you have Farrell. Playing Bishop uh Guilfoyle. Guilfoyle. I knew I spelled that right and I just couldn't pronounce it.
0: Um <laughs> <Gilfie>. <laughs> yeah, the like Guilfi Sigurdsson yeah, yeah. From, from the, Bishop the soccer. Guilfoyle.
1: Yeah. Uh this is all this weekend and, and Farrell's not far, because I remember playing them in high school.
0: Farrell's like um, Sharon, like that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I they, remember they, playing
1: them in playoffs. Never yeah, played. They're, they're, they're not they're, 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 they're not close,
0: but they're, they're 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 considered Western PA. And they're the Steelers.
1: They are. They are the Farrow Steelers.
0: So, so, go Steelers.
1: <laughs> go Steelers. Go WPIL um, in the uh, state championships. Coming up this weekend. So, we
0: got how many, how many of the classes that we have? We, we uh, have?
1: Central in 6A. TJ in 4A. Uh, Central Valley in 3A. Avonworth in 2A. And we'll
0: throw a Feral in there in 1A. So, it's 5 so Western PA. 5 out of Wippeel. 6. And Ferrell's and whatever that other district is. But that's good. Let's bring it let's bring every trophy back. Bring it all back you well. Know, it's it's much more it's much more exciting when the Whippeel is really strong.
1: Definitely is, definitely is. We like the uh Whippeal. Uh we'll go with that. And then um next week we'll uh, talk about the winners of the Whippyel mm. and then maybe see what the uh basketball is basketball's up to. Uh,
0: because that's
1: started up here uh, just recently.
0: I was reading about the uh, the bill that's going that's going to Harrisburg. Which bill? To separate the private schools from the public schools. Okay, so uh, what's up with that reading there,
1: sir? Since I, you were a private school kid. Honestly,
0: the only reason I even looked it up is because I was watching the news and they had some guy in like a trucker hat about guns talking on the news. <laughs> And I had the sound muted, but the graphics said that he was a state representative, state representative Aaron Eckstein, and I thought, surely this is some kind of screw up, and that this this is actually like the owner of like some gun store and not a state representative from Elwood City, but no, like I looked him up like he he's not wearing a trucker hat in his official photo, <laughs> he's wearing a tie just like everybody else who goes to Harrisburg for those reasons, but yes, he is the author of this new bill that would you know split the public schools from the private schools and each would have its own championship and then the champion of each would play each other for like a final championship um and it's i don't really know a lot about it except for that it's got the support of like the you know the private schools and the public schools seem seem to be on board with it um you know it, it's it only covers certain sports that have like a high level of participation but if other sports football, like football basketball yeah, baseball yeah like like Boys and girls basketball soccer, you know baseball softball um if other sports want to get into that sort of thing, they need to have like at least fifty schools statewide to participate well that would be the team sports, the individual
1: sports probably couldn't participate uh, well, yeah, yeah,
0: but I mean with the individual like and you also get into gray areas like track, you know is technically a co-ed sport it's a coed i mean the, the sport, events but the events are separated yeah but like, uh,
1: so so like track cross country golf tennis um you know uh swimming mm-hmm. those are the individual sports where you're on a team but you play individually yes. wrestling yes. wrestling's a big one in this state mm-hmm. um you know but yeah the team sports uh football basketball boys and girls baseball women's softball volleyball
0: men's and women's you know. Well, that's a big another big deal about this bill is that it would it would eliminate the transfer rules. Oh, so like, you know, as as long as like they've as long as you you could transfer from like Central to North Hills or vice versa it, it, without without like any eligibility lo, lo, questions. losing an eligibility yeah. year or anything like that. Yeah, from going from a
1: private school to a public school or from yeah. a public school to a private
0: school, yeah. which is like. Important because we've seen a lot of kids get screwed. Oh yeah, um, because of that. And the, you know, when when a kid is when a kid has to miss a year because he moves from like one public school district to another, you know, people always throw their hands up in the air and say. Hey, but what about Central and recruiting? Yeah. um, And Central's not the only one. They're just the ones I know, that get named all the time. They do the best. They uh, get the most
1: mileage out of that. They get the most... You know, I mean, Seton LaSalle does a good job, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: To be sure. You know. Um, but, but yeah, that, that's... When was the last time Seton LaSalle won a state title? Uh, there was a Gronkowski on the team. Was uh... <laughs> <laughs> there? Yeah. I didn't realize one of the Gronkowskis played... Oh, Gradkowski. Gradkowski. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it Gino? Uh, Bruce? One of the two. Well, like,
1: I mean, okay, smart guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if I had to, without any knowledge right now, I'd have to say, I'd have to say Bruce just because he was quarterback. Yeah. But Gino's won a Super Bowl and Bruce hasn't. Yeah. So, I mean, it, 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 it's a toss up. Yeah. Actually, I think they actually might have went to a state championship without either Gradkowski on a team. And maybe lost,
0: but here and there. One last football note before we move on: PCN is re-airing yes. the Pine Richland Snowball Classic on like December fifteenth. I think I saw. Ah, so if you want to watch Neil Walker play football, um, <laughs> tell all the Mets fans in your life to to check out PCN on December fifteenth. Because I, <laughs> I we just talked about this game like a couple weeks ago on the podcast, and I was I was sitting at home watching like. PCN soccer finals one night cuz I was bored and uh they they had a little halftime reminder that they're that they're going to be showing a, a classic whippial versus Non whippial state final game in the snow. And we know that sports are always better when they're in the snow.
1: Definitely uh they are. There was a snow NFL game this weekend uh which was quite fun to watch highlights of cuz I didn't get to see it on TV. Got to
0: say I missed it.
1: Yeah, you did miss it unless you saw the highlights. And yeah. All we saw here was highlights because it wasn't on TV unless you have the NFL package. But in the meantime, Matt, right now, you're going to go ahead and grab us two more beers. And I'm going to go ahead and start this little segment. You read next my mind. Um, you have honors. Uh, awesome. My honors are the PGA Tour this weekend. Uh, the Hero World Championship is starting uh, Thursday. This is at the Albany course in the Bahamas. This is Tiger Woods' um, tournament that he holds every year. Uh, you have the top 18 players in the world are invited to play in the tournament uh, down at the Albany course. Uh, it's a great time. I've been watching a lot of the... Um, I've been watching a lot of the uh, lead-up into uh, uh, this tournament. Uh, interviews with Tiger and Bruce Kepka and Rory McElroy and so forth. Um They say that this is more like a vacation to them that happens to have golf involved and a tournament that's worth a couple million bucks. And also, a lot of these guys um, that are the top 18 in the world will be playing together or against each other the following week in Australia in the President's Cup. Uh, The President's Cup, of course, uh, is the off year of the Ryder Cup. Uh, The Ryder Cup is held every other year Uh, Last year, the Ryder Cup was held in France. Next year, the Ryder Cup will be held here in the U.S., and I believe it's at Whistling Straits.
0: Ah, I thought you were going to say Frosty. (laughs) Oh,
1: that would be great if it was a Frosty Valley. I'd love to see what those guys would shoot there. I know what I shoot there. (laughs) Yeah, you Um, could really, really stack yourself up against the greats. (laughs) I mean, shit. All else being equal. It's a nine-hole course, and it's... 37 and I shoot a 40. So, yeah, um, I'd love to see what those guys would shoot there, especially a number three over the pond or take the little bit of a way around uh, on, on the fairway there, here and there. But uh, it's a great time, it's a great tournament. Uh, here, we'll Challenge, it starts Thursday and rolls through the weekend. And then after that the guys are getting on a plane to go uh across the globe to Australia, um for the President's Cup. Uh and again the Presidents Cup is, is your is, is captain's picks and it's the top players in the world, it's the US versus the world. Um so you have the likes of like Brooks Kepka and Tiger Woods and uh you know uh, Phil Mickelson and all these guys in the US team playing against um all the Europeans essentially and Asians. Um, so that'll be a fun time. Uh, again, uh, I don't know about you, Matt, but I've been watching some videos, uh, on the interwebs. Uh, I found a guy I like to follow now on, on YouTube and whatnot. And he's a, uh, Irish Irishman pro. Mm. Uh, I could actually just listen to him talk all day, but, uh, you know, to uh, enhance your golf game and to you know to w- proper mechanics and so forth, and I'm already itching to like go out and hit balls. I'm I like, can't.
0: It's so cold.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I supposed to go up to Mount Lebanon and chip at the putting green. Fuck it, snowed mm-hmm. this morning.
0: Damn it. Uh, but hey, yeah, like uh, <laughs> Ju- Julia's parents live live in a community. They they're they're not members of the golf club, but, but it's like it's like right right there. But so like the course is right behind their house. It's so. not like right behind their house, but. You know, you gotta drive through a good bit of it to get to their house. And, like, even down there, it just... It looks bad. You know, like, ah. the, the greens look soggy as hell. Um, didn't see anybody out playing, even though it was, like, in the 60s on Thanksgiving. Huh. Um, I would've been out. Yeah, I know you would've been out. <laughs> Especially if you paid, like, the exorbitant whatever it is to, like, join the golf club. Because you don't get... Golf is not automatic just because you own a house in this community. Yeah, like, it's like my grandparents yeah. in Florida so, when they retired yeah.
1: down there. They had a golf course in the community. It's not mm-hmm. automatic, but...
0: Yeah. And, like, there's a couple courses that are, you know, like, affiliated with UNC. So... If wow. You, if, you, if you'd rather, like, you know, play it like a, a public course, like, it's one of... The, it's a pretty nice public course from what I gather, and you don't need to join a big country club. Um... But I couldn't, even, I couldn't even imagine going outside and hitting a golf ball right now.
1: Oh, currently right now in Pittsburgh, it was 20-some degrees out. Yeah. And, there, and it snowed While well, Between the time Amanda got home and we stayed in the house all night, I went out into the kitchen uh, to make a grilled cheese sandwich because I was still hungry. And I'm like, I'm going to make a grilled cheese sandwich. I looked out the window. I'm like, there's snow out on the plants in the backyard. And I looked out front. And I'm like, well, it's on the street or sidewalks. Fuck. The steps are covered in snow. Matt, be careful walking up. You uh, didn't
0: say that. I didn't say that. That's I right. had to I had to rely on my wits. I know. Uh, what if uh, I was some ignoramus who had never seen snow uh, before, Steve? Uh, I could have died. I know, right? Amanda <laughs> I I mean,
1: even told me, <laughs> she, she goes, did you tell Matt to be careful on the steps because you haven't gone out? And I'm like... Matt's 40 oh, oh, and he's oh, from oh, Pittsburgh. Uh, I think he knows how I steps told, work. Uh, in the I told her, I'm like, I think Matt will be all right getting up the steps. Yeah. There's handrails. Well, I, 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 I freaked.
0: I didn't know what the hell to do. I ended up just army crawling up the hillside. Ah, <laughs> Whew. As long as you, you start to come up the steps at some point,
1: because you have to cut in a break to get up.
0: No, I, I, uh, I just grappling hooked over the side of the porch. Oh, yeah, even better. Go Pulled gadget. half the rail down with my grappling hook. Sorry. Go, go, gadget grappling. I know hooked. a carpenter though. It's good. I'll, 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 you can talk to him tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, set me up with him. All
1: right, folks. In the meantime, we're gonna take a break right now. We're gonna come back and we're gonna talk some baseball. Uh, I know it's winter, but we're gonna talk some baseball so uh, give us a few moments here uh, listen to what our friends at Sorgentra Media Studios in Beachview have going on with the uh, podcasts such as like Wrestle Mayhem Awesome Cast which I watched tonight which is funny as hell um, as well as like Fishing Well Without Bay. uh there's uh, a couple other ones on there that are new uh, I haven't completely checked out yet that's why I don't know the exact names on them uh, but yeah check out uh Media and we'll be back in just a few moments folks cool do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions no holds barred, check out wrestling for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. All right, folks. And we're back for our second segment here at bold
0: sports episode six. Quack, quack, quack. What's your favorite duck duck reference that you've seen so far? Oh man, there's The DuckTales references are coming out of the woodwork. The DuckTales references This could be know. nothing but good news.
1: Yeah, episode one oh six, Duck I mean, I, I've seen the Duck Dodger ones. Mm-hmm. I've seen the Howard the Duck one. Howard that's a
0: good one. You know, I was driving uh, <laughs> I was driving home from West Virginia thinking like when I get home I gotta look up the, the scene from the end of Howard the Duck where he's like playing guitar. Right. And it it, it by the time I got home I was it was other things were on my mind, apparently, because I didn't, I didn't spend half time of the Steeler game watching that clip, and I should have. Yeah.
1: Um, Doing yeah, dumb shit like I mean, Unpack I, instead. I, I've seen, um, you know, his face plastered on the big floaty duck that was in the rivers for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, there's a lot of good memes out there. Yeah.
0: Um, it, there's like a change.org to bring the duck back. Uh, I'm sure
1: there is, especially now that we have a duck at quarterback. And how about the uh, Steelers uh, not, or the stadium or whatever it is, not allowing duck calls into the stadium, but yet people still got them in there. I'm, I'm uh, sure. People still got And they showed it, like, on, like, TV. Like, here's the duck calls in the stadium. And even the announcer's like, yeah, they're not supposed to be able to bring those in here. And then they showed, like, some people, like, with the duck calls and, like, security, like, coming down and, like, mm, got to give them up.
0: Jag off. is my kid's inhaler. Hands uh, off. Right?
1: Here's the thing about duck calls. <laughs> They don't go off in a metal detector,
0: yeah, because they're made out of like wood. <laughs> they're made out of wood. And here's the other thing about duck calls that a lot of people might not realize: if you're really good at duck calling, you don't need a toy. You can just <laughs> do it with your mouth, right? Well, they showed these uh, two ladies. That now, they're... is that what Duck Hodges is a champion of, like duck calling? Duck calling with his mouth, or like blowing on like a little
1: uh, thing? I think the duck calling uh, it involves a your mouth and b an actual call. Not like turkey calling. Turkey calling has the little reed inside. Yeah, that you put
0: a reed in your mouth. Um, but you can duck call by just like putting your hands up to your mouth. And yeah, like, you can. You know, you can. I'm not sure exactly. I want. I need to know more about his craft. I need to know more about his method. He needs to go on Mark Marin and like talk for an hour about duck calling. Mark Maron or Mark Madden. Mark, no, fuck Madden. Mark <laughs> Maron. Okay, the guy who's who will record an hour and a half podcast about like what makes a one joke funny or not funny. <laughs> You know can we can we overthink the duck calling? Mark Madden does not spend enough time like thinking period Mark to Madden, overthink anything the
1: only thing to listen to Mark Madden for is hockey, and that's it that's I don't, the only I, thing he makes do. me hate hockey uh, I, I like hockey less when I listen you to know him. what i he makes you think about hockey because. He is actually very good and knowledgeable about hockey. Yeah, and that's all I take him for. Mm. When he Apparently, starts talking about baseball and football, and then he goes off on his rants, so I'm like, I'm done with you. I don't like you want mine. to talk. You want to talk hockey? I want to. I'll listen to him talk hockey all day long.
0: I don't mind his baseball takes because they're very like dark. About the Pirates. Most of them, yeah. And he's not wrong. We're almost Um, talking about the Pirates. I blocked him on Twitter the second, like, within 30 seconds of Juju fumbling the ball in that game last year, I blocked him on Twitter because I was just like, I just can't. And unfollowing him isn't going to do enough because everybody who, like, tries to interact with him, I'm still going to have to see all his bullshit. So, like, yeah, like, I've I've been, I've been, like, blissfully unaware of him. But I did, I did watch the, uh, the, the Subway final word. On Sunday oh, Nice And you know who needs a raise If he hasn't gotten one recently It's Albie Oxenreiter Dude you watch Because the- every Sunday He's got to sit in a room With, with Madden, Madden And Stagg Stags And Dejon. And Dejon And yeah. if he's not yeah, getting yeah.
1: paid He needs to You know what You watch The Final Word I watch the number one Cockhead Sports Show On Sunday yeah. nights
0: so... I try to flip around, and usually CBS makes it possible, because, like, the, 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 late, the games, late game runs long Yeah, the, pushes yeah, everything the, four, back, yeah, the 4 o'clock you know, game runs longer. And but it's, it's it. like, 10.45, and, like, God-friended me is just getting started, and yeah, you're like, yeah. ooh, I get to watch yeah, yeah. a whole hour of sports yeah, talk. Yeah. Like
1: this, like, this week was, um... Like, this week, uh, uh, Cochran Sports Show didn't get started until twelve twenty.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, something like that. But here and there. Um... Speaking about Mark Madden going dark about the Pirates, we're going to talk about the Pirates real
0: quick. Yeah, let's all get dark. Uh, dark so how Green about Duck. the
1: uh, Pirates release catcher, Elias Diaz? Okay. Alright. Not that big of a
0: deal. It's If you had said five years ago that that's what's going to happen, it would have been a big deal. Because he uh, was supposed to be the catcher of the he future. He was supposed to be the catcher of the future. And he, he did not did not prove that whatsoever. it wasn't even good enough to keep Kevin Stallings in the minors for a whole season. Okay so correct so yeah like sitting sitting after after the the last two seasons nothing should surprise you about that but like if you're thinking about a plan and you're thinking about like how do we how do we keep this going and like you know trading off an asset that we can't afford to keep such as andrew mccutcheon but like still having like a core of players like in the pipeline. Like, Diaz was supposed to be one of those pipeline guys. Yeah, and he you know? did not Not that he was well. going to play center field in, like, bat third. Not at all. But it's like, okay, so you developed Kutch and you traded him and you got some pieces for him. Like, until those pieces are ready, you've got other pieces that you've also been bringing along. And that catcher was supposed to be one of them.
1: Yeah, that catcher was supposed to be the next Russell Martin.
0: The next Russell Martin, the next Neil Walker, because yeah. they, they drafted Neil Walker as a catcher. Yeah, and for a while it was like, oh, we don't think Walker's going to get to the majors because we've got such a log jam at catcher. And now, and now we're like cutting
1: catchers. I mean, Tim Wakefield was a fucking outfielder, and he was fucking around the knuckleball in the outfield. And They said, mm. can you throw that consistently? He's like, I think so. Yeah. And they tried him out in the bullpen, and that's how fucking he became a and he goddamn inspired. Pitcher.
0: He inspired dozens of Western PA little leaguers to, to throw knuckleballs. Trust me, I tried. It's like, dude, you're you're our starting shortstop. Like, you're playing there every day. Like, well, uh, but uh, but it knuckles. Like, yeah, kid, right? everybody your age throws a 35 mile an hour I mean, fastball that knuckles a little bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> um,
1: so, uh, also the Pirates went ahead and signed Eric Gonzalez at shortstop. Okay. So, how's that feel? Good, I, feel, I guess. It feels all right. It feels okay. I guess. Uh, we do have a new GM, by the way. Since. Uh, uh, we talked about since last podcast. I can't remember. I, I tried scrolling through the notes to remember if we, you know, take a week off. I don't
0: and, think we covered
1: it. Uh, ben uh, Sherrington. Ben Sherrington. I know
0: we mentioned him as a potential. He was a potential candidate, a potential candidate. that he had interviewed, and I think it was like his job to, to refuse, lose. Basically, at yeah, that point, it was his job to lose. But they didn't make it official. Yeah. So at, Ben, at, at ben the time. Sherrington. And we are, and we are a serious journalists, so we're not just going to come out and like say something it's a done deal if it's not yeah right you know? completely
1: uh, but Ben Sherrington um, Boston Red Sox uh, front office <clears> man uh, like not then, not the Theo and the, then, he, and was then like he was like Theo Light he was GM he yeah. was in the front office when Theo was there mm-hmm. he has three World Series of Red Sox two in the front office one as a GM okay so he's put together a team or he had a team as a GM that Theo left him okay. uh, <laughs> Uh, what do you learned underneath theo we'll see how that works out um you know and um he is he is time to get this team uh to go um there are talks about we were mentioned earlier the number six starling marte um there's potential talk with him going to the Mets. is that right that's the uh number one team. Right now that they think Marte would go to or be a good fit for. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the Buccos would get back. Um, this is what the uh, MLB analysts are thinking. And, and they also think it's a good idea. Buster only and those guys. Um, obviously, I don't have Marte's number to call him. No. I don't have his agent's number to call him. Um, I don't have anybody in the Pirates organization or the Mets organization to call them and be like, Hey, so is this true or not? And um, so, Well,
0: Marte gave an interview in Spanish. And he My he is very bad. He said, basically, well, someone translated it for us, so you don't have to worry. Um But he, basi- he basically said comments very similar to what uh Josh Harrison said a few years ago. Um And Harrison ended up finishing the season with the Pirates that year. Yeah, he did. But it seemed like he wanted out because he was saying, like, you know, I want to be on a contender, is essentially what Harrison said. And that's essentially what Marte said. Um, you know, like, that that could be, like, that could motivate the Pirates' management to go out and, like, get a few pieces to put around Marte to turn them into a contender. Well,
1: we have a new GM. We'll see what happens. We're gonna leave it up to this guy.
0: This GM is rebuilding, and he's already got a valuable asset that wants to be traded. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's gonna be a done deal before too much longer.
1: Who's the player on the Pirates that you do not trade that you would consider untouchable. I guess Bell,
0: if you have to name one. That would be mine, too. Um,
1: That would be mine, too.
0: Um, In terms of pedigree as a prospect, like Cole Tucker, but he hasn't shown anything in the majors to, like, warrant that yet, but if he comes out and has, like... Who's the other kid that came up with him? Uh, the second baseman? Yeah. I forget. It it escapes me.
1: He, He had that fucking amazing hitting streak.
0: Um...
1: As a rookie. Yeah. Shit. I of watched the Little Pirates, dude. They I know, dude. Me. I mean... They uh, love.
0: I'm sorry. I'm not even qualified to talk about that right now. Neither one um, of us are. I don't think Mar- Marte wants out. You. Bell had a, a monster first half and a an eh second half. And if they don't do something about their pitching, like, none of this matters. Reynolds. Ryan, Reynolds, Ryan
1: Reynolds or Brian Reynolds? Brian Reynolds. Brian
0: Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, <laughs> right? Which is a Marvel comic, not DC. <laughs> and he's never fought the Joker.
1: Yes. yes. So Reynolds was the one that had the uh, amazing head streak uh, and so forth. I, I would consider, yeah, yeah, keep him. Keep Tucker uh, Bell. He's under a decent contract, <clears throat> you know. Uh, keep him. Mm. I would consider him an anchor. Yeah. Um. Pitching staff-wise, I think it's all up in the air. I mean, if... Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately Tyon's
0: you're, injury history... Tyon's, in, Tyon's going to be out next year. He's just never... Tyon's
1: re- going to be out next year.
0: Yeah. So so there's that. Um, You've got Musgrove. He's like, I, Mus, Mus, Joe Musgrove, Musgrove is... Musgrove you know took what? his new manager to Primanti's today. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter.
1: Joe Musgrove... I did see that on Twitter. Joe Musgrove is... Well, it is on the brink of a Pittsburgh folk hero? Maybe?
0: Maybe. Maybe
1: on the brink of a Pittsburgh folk hero where he's one of those guys that is like a down and dirty, gritty dude. Mm-hmm. And you'd also like want him in a bar fight at Jack's. Yeah, he's like Marcus uh, like uh, Palsy
0: without the three-game down you know, two-game suspension. Um, I,
1: I've met Joe Musgrove. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also a hell of a golfer, by the way. Um, and... I'd want him on my side in the bar fight. Uh, Well, he's really tall. uh, Six six. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they call him Big Joe. They call him Big Joe for a reason. Uh, But yeah, uh, I I would think Musgrove's a guy, and out of last year, his stuff was awesome. Yeah. Um, You know, he got kicked out of a game for throwing two inside.
0: You know. And then, it's the only interesting yeah. thing the Pirates did all year. Was, and, then, and then you show hurdle, be like, you can't do that, to Joe. Come on, what are you doing? You know. And they yeah, that was to... a, that was like really a bad game. That was that was bullshit. I remember yeah. that. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. yeah. The only interesting <laughs> thing about the Pirates last year was that, like, for all their losing, they somehow earned a reputation as being like a dirty team that head hunts.
1: Yeah, minor details.
0: Minor details. I mean, but like even the Raiders. Are, are having a better season than the Pirates did.
1: Well, I mean, football season is shorter. But yes, yeah. their winning percentage is higher.
0: As a side note, like, did you see Gruden on the sidelines on Sunday?
1: Uh, He was a little upset.
0: He was all bundled up and miserable, and I yeah. really think he was questioning... He had questioning. like a scarf on. He was really... I'm sure he was questioning his decision to come back. I mean... even You know, you're yeah. only going to play eight games in Vegas. You might have to go on the road to someplace cold. Is it really worth it? Hey, he's guaranteed a hundred mil. <laughs> All right. Unless he right. quits. Unless he question, quits. Question answered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's guaranteed a hundred mil unless he quits. Who gets paid if he like dies of hypothermia on the sideline? His family. His family? <laughs> Alright, well he's he's a good man. He's a good man for taking that job and taking that risk. Because he looked miserable All right. out there. Alright, so some more <laughs> on some major league
1: baseball news here. You have the Yankees. Uh, have brought in Garrett Cole and Steven Strasberg into talk. Mm. Um, so uh, I was on a, a few of the Pirates' pages earlier today. And uh, now they're Facebook pages, and everybody has a, an opinion, like everybody has an asshole. But, you know, I, one guy's like, oh, you know. And I made the comment of, like, yeah, watch the Yankees sign them both. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing about. Um, there needs to be a salary cap in baseball as well as a floor. I agree with the floor. I agree with the salary cap. But also, there are those teams that will spend over the salary cap and just find the fuck out of them. Mm. Like the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodgers, the Cubs, and whatnot. You know, if you put your floor at $100 million and you put your ceiling at, at $200 million and you have a team that wants to go ahead and and be $210 million... Mm. Charge them two million on top of that. That gets fed into the MLB, you know, kind of like what they have now with the profit sharing or so forth. Well, they have a
0: luxury tax. Yeah, the luxury tax, and it's just charge them more of a luxury tax. It's like the luxury tax is like a cap that only affects like
1: five a couple teams. teams.
0: You know, um, yeah, five teams. But it, it's it's not unless that's the year the Marlins want to go ahead and yeah build a team. Oh, but you know, <laughs> they're they're not because like. They, they're being run by a sleeper agent for the Yankees. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even really a sleeper agent. Like sleeper agent is like supposed to be surprising once they like out themselves. Like if if Derek Jeter like went to a press conference tomorrow and was like, "Yeah, I just tanked the Marlins to benefit the Yankees," like people would be like, "Yeah, we know. We <laughs> heard know. that. Yeah, seeing it tomorrow." Yeah, but Garrett Cole shouldn't go to the Yankees, dude. I think he'd be miserable there. Um, I I always
1: thought that Garrett Cole personally would go out. To California. That's where he's from. That's where he's from. It's more like laid back. His sister married the shortstop for the uh, Giants. Is he even still playing though? Uh, he was last year. I can't remember his name right now.
0: I mean, but, careers um, careers are not you know, baseball career like is over in the blink of an eye. Yeah, like, you shouldn't you shouldn't base it around like, you know, family like that. Because you don't want to like be too conflicted. Yeah, but you still he like get, to your he home might get state. traded. You still want to play in your home state. Like, you definitely want. You and he, he, he's really into wine. You know what? If you he, know if he if he were if they were to like he put him into wine, if I've they were if he wanted to play in New York, you know they should put an expansion team in Buffalo, and then he could like be close to like Erie Wine Country. <laughs> or Niagara and the Lake, or he could just go like play for the Giants yeah. or the Dodgers or, or Niagara and Lake, but yeah. here and there. Um, I, I don't. Oh know. yeah, like you know, like Canada could use a second we'd... franchise. Why don't we put it in <laughs> Fort Erie? <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: seriously though, the Yankees are not that far from a World Series. Again, of course not. They're, they're not. the Yankees, right? But yeah, it's but been again, a decade since they've been in the again, World Series. Whatever. But again, as much as we all want to hate on the Yankees, they actually developed their team from within.
0: Look, I know what you're saying. It doesn't mean um, I have to like it. I don't like it either. You know? <laughs> Shit, I, I'm also
1: a Red Sox fan. God damn it, mm-hmm. I hate the fucking Yankees. But you know, I, I, and I was talking with a guy this year. And he's like, and on on the Pirates' Facebook, he goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, if the if the Yankees sign Cole and Strasburg, he goes, or either one of those two for that matter, he goes, I don't know about going to PNC Park for the Yankees series this year. And my comment back was. I'm also a Red Sox fan, and they're my second favorite team. They're coming to PNC Park this year. And I'm still in the dilemma of wanting to see my second favorite team, but yet putting money into Bob Nunnings' wallet. Hmm. So, there's that on my shoulders.
0: You could always climb a telephone pole and just watch it from there. Uh, I wish there was one on the North Shore. Yeah, they don't do do that, do they? They can't
1: do that anymore. Yeah, it's not like Forbes Field before we were born. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, the Knopfle Gang. Yeah, also in... um, Major League Baseball, Anthony Rendon to talk with the Dodgers and the Rangers. Uh, Zach Wheeler is expected to sign the White Sox for $100 million. Josh Harrison, we just talked about this guy. Good old Jay Hay. Uh, had kind of an injury-prone season and uh, so forth up in Detroit last year. Uh, he signed a minor league deal with the Phils, uh, looking to make the squad uh, out there and maybe reunite with Kutch. And then Mike Moustakis, the Moose, Signed $64 million guaranteed, I think $100 million total, uh, with the Reds for four years. Okay. So that's the uh, Major League Baseball signings going on uh, as of now uh, and so forth. You didn't name any Pirates. Uh, no, I
0: didn't name any Pirates. We stopped talking about the Pirates when we, when we like, got off guys who were leaving. Yeah. But we yeah. never got back to the Pirates when we were talking about guys getting like huge contracts. What's up with that? Uh, it just doesn't happen for the Pirates. Maybe if you gave them some of your money, they'd, like, sign some better players, Steve.
1: You know what? I mean, yeah. I mean, if I went to three games a year and gave them $27 each ticket at face value, mm-hmm. not off the $1 mm-hmm. game time market. Yeah. That's 90 bucks. You know, it's 90 bucks. That 90 bucks could go in and pay for 10 seconds of Mortes. um, you know, three pitches of Morte, I guess. You know? But... Well, you know, blinking, you might miss it. I know exactly. Fastballs, fuckers. Yeah. Uh, In the meantime, though, the Penguins. How about this, man? The Penguins uh, are plagued with injuries. Go fucking. It's bad. Uh, It's It's bad right now. Real bad right now. Um, uh, The team goes out there and plays hard. Comes out. um, Comes out with the result. Uh, The results have currently been overtime losses, blowout wins, or just bad losses. That's been the result of the Penguins' games, if you've watched any of those, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially in the last five or six games. Um, The Pens had some really bad overtime losses, Uh, two of them against the Islanders on a home-and-home. And and then uh, there was the overtime loss against the Devils. No, sorry. Uh, The Devils blew the Pens out, actually. Uh, And then they came back home uh, and had a huge win over top of Vancouver. Mm. Um, Devils fired their coach today. The Devils did fire their coach today. Um, I'm not sure who's
0: stepping in. Elaine Nazardine is going to be coaching them. Okay. For now, anyway. Um,
1: well, Ray Shiro's the GM. Ray Shiro's the GM.
0: GM out there, so. You know, Ray, Ray Shiro figures like, hey, you know, you fire the coach mid-season, you win a Stanley Cup. That's how it works. Hey, he did it once. Mm. You know. Uh. <laughs> I just, I'm surprised the Devils were that bad. I haven't been following them. I really haven't followed the Devils too much. But they—they they, it seemed like they—they they got high draft picks, and they've got a former MVP, and they went out and got Subban, you know, and like you—you you thought they were going to be better. Like I remember saying to you, like the Devils are loading up, um, but like what happened on paper compared to what's happened like on the ice, you know, there's a discrepancy there. So oh, man, the uh, Devils the are goes. nine,
1: nine and fourteen <clears> and four. <throat> wow. 9 wins, 14 losses, 4 overtime losses. Yeah. Um, And they are at the bottom of the Metropolitan Division. Your Capitals, of course, are leading the Metropolitan Division. 29 games played, 20 wins, 4 losses, 5 overtime losses. Uh, The Penguins are right there at 14 wins, 9 losses, 4 overtime losses. Uh, They are currently in 5th position in the Metropolitan Division which, of course, if the season ended today, they would not be making the playoffs. Also, in your Eastern Conference United Division, you have the Bruins uh, are leading now with the Panthers, Sabres, and Maple Leafs in the top four. I mean, again, hockey's a long fucking season. Uh, In the meantime, um, yeah, it depends. Ten points uh, out of first, uh, three points out of third. Uh, Again, depends. have been riddled with injury. Um, they bring up, they've been bringing up a lot of guys from the HL, the ECHO, uh, to play. They probably won't be here later in the season. Um, I mean, you got a core group of guys playing Crosby's out till probably after the first of the year. Malkin had a hell of a game against Vancouver, but then didn't do shit against Columbus. I mean, you know, it's it's painful and trying at times. Yeah. Like they go out and they, they, they skate around and they, they play the game and they, they back check and they forecheck and, you know, Murray plays great. I mean, Murray got kind of slapped on the wrist there mm-hmm. uh, whenever he got pulled from the game. Jari went in. Jari goes in and finishes the game. They end up coming out with a, with a tie. Jari goes in the next game and wins. And then Jari goes in the following game and gets pulled and put Murray in. Uh, it, 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 you you can't have a revolving door at goaltender you gotta get one hot and, yeah. and keep them going and that's what it is
0: especially when it's like you know on paper Murray is so much better than you know Jari or DeSmith I think um, honestly
1: in my personal opinion and throw something at me if you think I'm wrong or an asshole I have an empty bottle here oh perfect um I think Murray walked into a completely awesome situation and won two Stanley Cups way too early. Uh, not saying he's got a big head. Not saying he's an asshole. But I'm just saying that he walked in to two Stanley Cups really too early in his career.
0: Maybe didn't have a full appreciation of how hard it actually is. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, didn't pay his dues. Didn't pay his time. Didn't, you know, walked into a really good team and a really good team around him two
0: years mm-hmm. in a row. And, and the teams and, dropped off.
1: And the him. teams dropped off around him last year and this year, and the Pens are keeping their core together, which the core is Crosby, Malkin, and Latang. Mm-hmm. They've made peace with Kunitz at the uh, end of the 2017 Cup. Um, you know, Trevor Daly went to Detroit. A lot of guys left. Um, you know... Uh, They they made some moves. They brought some guys in. They didn't work. They got them out. I I just think that, you know, last year they were a playoff team at the bottom of the spectrum. Yeah. Went one round and lost. Got swept. And, you know, it's it's a hard process. (laughs) Yeah. I think Murray came in to a really good situation. And they picked Murray over Flurry to keep. And, honestly, I think the Pens made the wrong move, in retrospect, two years later.
0: Yeah, because they could have traded Murray before that expansion draft even happened and probably got some like decent prospects for him because he looked like a future number one goalie. Right. And then they could have protected Flurry and let someone else go. Yeah. Some, some defenseman who was or, bound to or, get injured. Or they could have
1: right. just put Murray on Weavers <clears> and said, hey... You know, mm-hmm. here you go, and they have one goaltender left on the team and protect Flurry. It's all retrospect. It's all. I mean, we're not GMs of a franchise. If you were playing video
0: games, they made the right move. Yeah, because in video games, like you know, the stats are the stats, and like you know, yeah, an older goalie with good stats is not as valuable as a young goalie with good stats. You know, if mm-hmm. if I were playing like franchise mode on on Xbox, like I would have I would have let Flurry go. Because yeah. he was older, but yeah, like thir- thirty-two year old thing about video 30, games. Thirty-two
1: year old goalie with three Stanley Cups and this that inner thing, and you got a
0: twenty-two year old goalie with two Stanley Cups, and you know. I'm just saying, man. Like one one of those cups, you know, Flurry didn't really have that much to do with, You're and that was, that was their thinking. You're correct. It was that like Murray? Won us a cup. He did. And he got a ring for it And he's got another ring for a season Where he contributed a lot But you know Wasn't like the main guy in the playoffs Mm-mm. Um So you know what I mean Like video game logic it made perfect sense But sometimes the real world Actually most of the time And this is a good thing The real world is much more nuanced Than the world of video games Don't mm. you agree I do agree Uh. Also
1: in the NHL, we'll go real quick in the Western Conference Central Division. The St. Louis Blues are ahead there uh, with a seven-point lead over top of the Winnipeg Jets. Avalanche are in third, Stars in fourth. In the Pacific Division, you have the Edmonton Oilers are uh, out there in first, but only by one point. Over top of the Phoenix Coyotes, or Arizona Coyotes, however they are now. Yeah, I'm not even sure. <laughs> Uh, the Arizona, we'll go with Arizona Coyotes. They play in Phoenix. They are 36 points behind the Oilers at 37 points. Uh, with the Vegas Gold Knights at 34 points in third. And the Vancouver Canucks are in fourth. Um, that Western Conference Pacific Division is super tight other than for the Kings. The Kings are at 24 points. The Oilers are at 37. And every other team in there is at 29 or higher. Okay, that that's the division to watch right now. Seriously, um, if you are a complete and true hockey fan and want to watch some
0: pretty good hockey, Well I, <clears throat> I love my ESPN Plus. Oh yeah, and my my randomly selected. I don't think it's so random. I think they tend to weight it towards Vegas games. Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, but I, I get a lot of Vegas games and a lot of West Coast hockey, and yeah, I'm 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 all here for it, man.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I get a lot of, uh, those as well. Um, ESPN plus since, uh, Disney plus came out, Amanda has went ahead and was like, so we buy Disney plus it's this much. I'm like, okay. She goes, but that also includes this, this, and this. I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay. She goes, currently you're paying this and this for these. I'm like. So if you buy Disney Plus and do this, this, and this is cheaper than having just those two by themselves. She goes mm. exactly like, done. So now she watches like Jasmine and mm. I watch like Peyton Manning. So I still get my ESPN Plus just at a cheaper price. <laughs> That's a good
0: deal. That's a good deal. I, I, I will have to look into that because, you know. I, I Put don't it this way. If, this I don't way. know if you've been watching The Mandalorian.
1: Uh, I'm not a Star Wars nerd. Sorry. It's okay,
0: so some people are. I I, and, I I I've
1: seen the baby Yoda online. Yeah. Uh, Amanda has been watching The Mandalorian and oh. she is all up on that. You can have that
0: conversation with her. Um Well I need to watch it first or I'll sound like a dumbass. Oh, okay. So uh that's what I'm saying like I've 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 been, you know, put on notice that Disney Plus needs to come into our house. It's just a matter of like what are we getting rid of to make room for it. Well,
1: I'll tell you right now, if you get Disney Plus and you do the um sign ins correctly mm-hmm. and the merging. Okay. Disney Plus will include Hulu and ESPN plus for like thirteen dollars a month. Okay. Because already right now Already right now is That's about the same as Netflix. Hulu's but... like what, ten dollars a month? Yeah. And um ESPN is seven. Because uh, 'cause we're after that one year of the four ninety nine. So I think now it's like seven ninety nine. Mm. Um so yeah, automatically right there you're saving. Okay. It's worth it. Cool. Uh especially if you have a Disney
0: person in the house. And
1: also, do you my sports movies are on Disney Plus? Yeah, they I,
0: I heard they have a lot. Boom! Disney like quietly amassed like you know, a vault of sports movies dude, over the years.
1: Put it this way. I spent one Monday afternoon watching all D all, all the Mighty Ducks. D one, D two, D three. Boom. Quack attack is back, Jack. Yeah. Did that shit. Um You know, there's The Rookie on there with Dennis Quaid. There's Remember the Titans, Mm -hmm. Bad News Bears, um, uh, Angels in the Outfield. Uh, Good stuff. (laughs) You know, a lot of good sports movies on there. But in the meantime, folks, uh, while you think about your favorite sports movies, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now and come back uh, and talk uh, about college football, college basketball, and the Steelers. And in that time, listen to our friends at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview. That also happened to pair with uh, Slice on Broadway for the Perfect Pepperoni Pizza. Mm. Um, Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Perfect Pepperoni Pizza is always awesome. Slice on Broadway in Beachview as well as uh, Carnegie, uh, North Shore, and the East End. All right, folks, we'll be back in just a few moments. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at AwesomeCast.net. All right, folks, and we're back for our third and final segment here at Bold Sports, episode 106. Quack, quack. 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 And then uh, Bubby Ball, too. Throw that in there. Uh, Forget
0: Bubby, man. We don't, that's that's the past, dude. This is, this <laughs> that's is the, the way Duck, past. This is the Duck Hodges era. is
1: Duck Hodges era. You know what? I, I mean, and... I like the kid. I do. Mm. Uh, I I don't want to be that guy. And be like, you know, he looks like a, a a second year Brett Favre, or he looks like a a second year Tom Brady, or you know, he looks like an early Jake the Snake and whatnot. But kid does. Yeah. Sorry. Um, like I guess I don't really want to be that guy that's like comparing him to people, but. Dude's playing on House Money right now,
0: which is you know a good place to be in when you were not on the roster at the start of the season. Um, who knows how long this can last, but I I know he's making the most of it now. I know he was at the Pit basketball game tonight at the Pete. He was, um, you know, re- received a welcome. It was, you know, had had to be nice to to have everybody chanting your name. Or just going quack, quack, quack. Quack, quack. Well, why would they do quack for, you know, any other reason? They're right. talking about him. Definitely. You know? so Pitt's, uh, Pitt's not a duck team. Uh, like, they don't quack usually.
1: No. Let's talk about Pitt real quick. Uh, Pitt football, that is, took a bad loss. A really bad loss to BC. That's Boston College to you folks. Uh, that now makes Boston College bowl eligible. Uh, Boston College was looking for this win. To get them to six and six, um, they could have been five and seven, and not been bowl eligible. But yet Pitt let them make that happen.
0: Well, congratulations! They're bowl I,
1: eligible. I that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to get a bowl, or they'll get a bowl that's like on a Tuesday, like next week. Yeah, well, but better it's... than no
0: bowl. Correct. Get um, to keep practicing for a few more weeks. It's important if you're six and six to practice more because you don't want to do that again next year
1: correct so uh because rep, yeah because once you're helps. done because once you're done in college when your season's over you're not allowed to have coaches practices and mm-hmm. stuff like that until a certain period of time yes uh pit finishes seven and five uh which of course is bowl eligible uh but we'll probably end up with a week bowl and a midweek bowl mm-hmm. uh probably looking at a bowl like the liberty bowl the pinstripe bowl uh, or somewhere along those lines, uh, Pitt took two bad losses the last two weeks and put themselves in this situation. Um, th- they took that loss in was it Virginia or was it Virginia Tech? Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. They did lose to Virginia as well, but bad. Virginia's actually Virginia, good. Virginia was the first game of the season, mm-hmm. and, and I'm like, why is Pitt playing an ACC game week one? And Narduzzi's like, well, we're gonna get out there and get it going and get it going week one, and we're gonna do this the next couple of years. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, they're so, they're so unpredictable.
0: <laughs> like, it, week one games are very unpredictable. No, I mean, well, Pitt football is unpredictable. Yes, they are. They might win a week one game against a conference opponent. You never know. They did it in basketball. They're going. They're they're gonna blow it somewhere else. You know they're they're gonna be just barely on the cusp of bowl eligibility, um, but they'll pull off some surprise wins, and you know like it didn't it didn't hurt to play a tough game in week one when you had Penn State coming up in week three. I mean they looked they looked decent against Penn State. They looked really good about what against Penn State. Um,
1: they played a bunch of sad ass teams after that. Yeah, and then got into a harder schedule. Uh, harder than Penn state harder in their conference. I mean, they, uh, Penn state was a tough game, but Penn state, they actually showed Penn state the way honestly, because mm. Penn state, they, when they played Penn state, they showed Penn state, we can beat you. We just needed 10 more minutes. <laughs> yeah. Is what it came down to. They figured out Penn state way too late mm. is how that game came down. Uh, there was one bad coaching call in that Penn State game. That which that goal line w- that goal line yeah, yeah I, they 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 should have taken a field goal. Mm-hmm. They had plenty of time left. That was a bad coaching call at that aspect of that game. Yeah. Um and if that if that coaching call wasn't made and they would have taken a field goal, they would have beat Penn State because they had Penn State's number. They figured them out. They figured out the defense. They you know, they figured the offense of Pitt figured out what Penn State's defense was doing and Pitt's defense figured out what Penn State's offense was doing. Mm. That game was uh one call made that game. Literally that's a coaching decision right there that fucked that game up. Um but not saying the, they would have definitely
0: won. I'm not saying they definitely would have won. You but, take the three points and then yeah. you trust the defense that has held Penn State yeah. to like two scores. Yeah. At that point. Definitely. Um but no pit Pitt, uh, Pitt, pit pit Pitt
1: wants to uh kind of fuck themselves
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh here and there, and they did it again uh, they did against Virginia Tech in blacksburg, uh putting a zero up on the board mm-hmm. you know uh, and then they have Boston College in Hinesfield senior day in mm-hmm. Hinesfield, Um and then uh getting beat up by boston college who boston college isn 't that great obviously, obviously. They, they they they're six and six now they're both eligible. They're going to get, like, the Belk Bowl, wherever that's held. Charlotte. On, like, a Tuesday. uh,
0: Belk is like the Macy's of the South, if you didn't realize. (laughs) I heard. So, yeah, I didn't didn't know what it was either. I was like, what the hell's a Belk Bowl? And my girlfriend's like, oh, well, that's like the, you know, you go to a mall down in Charlotte and that's, like, the big department store. Right, yeah. Okay, cool. There isn't a Macy's Bowl. No,
1: there isn't. There probably should be, but they probably hold it in like. They New spend
0: York. all their money on those damn balloons that they're not even allowed to like let fly. <laughs> that was so sad. Dude, they're like, yeah, they had the parade. The weather didn't stop the parade. And like, Pikachu's like rolling down the street. Right, like, yeah. They, like, they weren't allowed to let the balloons
1: fly high. Yeah. They had to keep them
0: down low. You know, at a certain point, it's just a, a balloon. And there were still a couple and balloons. And it becomes that got a giant away. beach ball. And there were still a couple balloons that got away. Well, you know, uh, you'll have that.
1: Yeah, Windy in New York.
0: Balloons, balloons are notoriously you know like that.
1: I'll tell you right now, the day before, on Wednesday, in Cleveland, oh my god. You want to talk about wind? Whew. I had to hire a roofer yesterday, Steve. I know about <laughs> wind. Uh, uh, Amanda almost got her nail ripped off. Her nail? Her nail. Wow. By opening the car door on the mm. 9th in Cleveland, it's Avenues. Mm-hmm. So... On Ninth Avenue Pier, mm-hmm. why would you guys go to a pier? Because that's where parking was for Rockwell Hall of Fame.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, idea yeah, It's very windy down around there. It's hard. It's hard. And of to course, avoid we're on Lake yeah. Erie, right? Yeah.
1: So we pull into the parking spot, and the wind's coming from west to east, and it's blowing. And we're sitting in the car, and I'm looking at the lake in front of us, and we're in the uh, behind the seawall, mm-hmm. but the wind is just pushing white caps Ugh. over and like you just see like spray and i'm like huh so i go ahead and the man's like um, and she opens the car door and the car door like opens up briefly and then whips open Ooh. and then catches her one of her nails on her hand <sighs> and then like takes it with her and the car door slams next to the car that's next to us Cringy. Nobody was in there. I'm like, oh shit, I'm sorry. you know. And then she's like, ah, fuck you, asshole. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. She goes, no, not you, asshole. The wind asshole. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, and then I go get out of the car. And as I get out of the car, my Steeler hat almost flies off my head, which I was wearing forwards at the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But still almost comes off my head. It was ridiculous. Put it this way. There was 15 foot swells on Lake Erie that were breaking over top of the
0: seawall in front of Brown Stadium. Okay. What's that tell you? That they should have been 30 (laughs) 30 feet high and then they would have maybe like flooded the stadium. (laughs) That would have been awesome. But yeah, no, I mean, there
1: was like seriously like 20 to 25 foot swells on Lake Erie. I mean, I'm assuming Baker
0: Mayfield (laughs) actually lives in the stadium. because I mean, the the commercials tell us that. The commercials tell us that. You know, I I would like to see how Baker Mayfield would deal with, like, a weather-related insurance claim. You know, I don't think he would handle it as coolly as I did. Correct. Uh, But in the meantime,
1: handling things coolly in the ACC is Clemson. They're running the conference right now. Uh, And that's in the Atlantic Division. Uh, The Coastal Division is always up for grabs, with Virginia uh, this season to uh, take on Clemson is what it's looking out to be um, in the championship for the ACC. Mm. Uh, Pitt lost to Virginia Tech, and Virginia left them out to dry. Uh, Wake Forest and Louisville uh, will be relegated to a uh, tie for the second in the um, Atlantic Division. Of the ACC. Okay. So, um, honestly, in the ACC, Wake Forest, other than Clemson, Wake Forest was the best team in the ACC. Um, But they were behind Clemson. Mm -hmm. So, And they took a loss to Clemson. uh, So, they're not going to get ahead. It sucks, but welcome to college sports. That's how it works. Yeah, win your games. Yeah. Uh, win your games. you your non-conference games. Win your conference games,
0: for that matter. Mm. Although I heard Dabo Sweeney talking about, you know, if they lose to Virginia, they're out. Who? Clemson. <laughs> if they lose, if they lose the conference final game, they're not going to the playoffs. Bullshit. I. That's well, <laughs> Dabo Sweeney says that you know he's playing this like they don't want us card. And he said that yeah, like this game is very on, important. He said it the, is very important. He's he talking, said if they don't win, he's he said the committee's already players. looking for a reason to kick Clemson out of the top four. And if they I, lose I, in the conference I, final game, you know that, that, that and, they're going to have that reason.
1: As fans and this side of your thing, if you if uh, if a one loss Clemson in their championship game gets kicked out of the top four against the other teams that are in the top four, that's Bullshit. Well, because right. he's lost, probably just trying to fire up his you know, team. Uh, he's probably trying to fire up his team, but uh, I've seen a two-loss Alabama get into the top four. Yeah, I mean, shit. I don't, I don't know what he's firing up his team at that point. Uh, and good job, Dabo Sweeney, because do that shit. Yeah. But in the meantime, Penn State.
0: Also, they're not going to <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lose to Virginia. Not going to lose to Virginia. Not going to lose to Virginia. They're not playing them. So... In the final. What? The conference final. I said Penn State. Oh, no, but I was still talking about Clemson. Oh,
1: Clemson. Yeah, they're they're not going to lose to Virginia.
0: Yeah, you segued before I was ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're,
1: they're, they're going to roll Virginia with no problem. Uh, and that's in Charlotte, mm. uh, down there in Panther Stadium. Yeah. So there's that going on. Uh, but now, segue back to Penn State. Lost Ohio State. Um... Uh, did it in a good did it in good fashion. Mm-hmm. Um they did fight throughout the game, but mm-hmm. uh Ohio State that wasn't a big win for Ohio State. The bigger win was over Michigan last week for Ohio State.
0: Um mm, disagree. Okay. The, in terms of playoff implications. In terms of the playoff implication, the bigger. Penn
1: State was bigger. The score was lower. Mm-hmm. Um
0: Oh, and bigger in terms of score, yes. Yeah. yeah,
1: bigger in terms of score was the Michigan game. That's not where really like, for me to disagree about. Right, no, it?
0: right. Where, where uh, uh, you
1: know, last week, uh, Ohio State-Michigan in the big house. Michigan scored up really quick. Ohio State, like, got a three. And then you go to the second quarter, and Ohio State's like, all right, you guys ready to do this shit? And then they started up and then rolled. It was, mm-hmm. what, 56-24? to Yeah. Was the final somewhere around there? But it's like, oh, Michigan has a glimmer of hope. Let's put it on them. And they did. Uh, but Penn State, when they lost to Ohio State, they didn't. it was 21-17, uh, I think is what the final was on that one. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't know it was higher than that because uh, I had a bet on that game with a friend at my friends giving
0: mm-hmm.
1: that uh, Penn State would cover. And I won the bet because Penn State covered because it was an 18-point spread.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> so, I wanted to cover. Uh, I know Penn State lost. But anyway, um, uh, Penn State won uh, last week over Rutgers and is looking to a nice bowl because uh, Big Ten gets some nice bowls. Mm-hmm. Probably Citrus or Outback, somewhere in there. They're going to be in Florida. Yeah, It works out. WVU, their uh, season was kind of in shambles. They're 5-7 and seven overall. With a final uh, season win over TCU this past weekend. Uh, they're going to head in next season uh, with this win as a lift. Uh, no bowl game probably for them at all since they are 5-7. and seven. Uh, Notre Dame is 10-2. crush everyone this season. But Georgia in week 3 and Michigan
0: four weeks ago. You know Notre Dame has the same record as Alabama. And a better record against ranked opponents than Alabama. And Notre Dame won't get right ahead of Alabama because Mm. they are still independent.
1: Because Alabama. That happens. Also, while I was looking at this stat up, did you realize how many independent teams are still left? There's not that many. No. There's not. And while we're sitting here talking about this real quick... Um...
0: What bowl do you think Notre Dame will get? Oh, I don't know. I haven't looked at the projections. Um, they'll probably get a New Year's bowl though, I would assume. There's like twelve teams that that are in play there for those six games and they're not not to be selected from the teams that are making the playoffs. So yeah, like Notre Dame, are they a uh, are they in the top sixteen? Like, oh, they're in the top sixteen. Yeah. So I, I would say they would get a New Year's Day bowl. And um They could end up playing like Penn State in that like would be the great. Citrus Bowl. That would or be amazing.
1: The Outback Bowl
0: or the Gator Bowl or something They'll shit. find some reason to like not have an intriguing matchup like that because Here you they go. always do.
1: So if you click in Notre Dame mm-hmm. on your Google Yeah and you hit standings, hmm it comes up with Liberty, Okay. BYU, Notre Dame. NM State, I'm not sure if that's New Mexico or not. Uh, Army and UMass are the last teams that are independents. Okay. So
0: you look at stuff, and you're like, "Huh." Everybody's going to be in a conference within the next five years, I bet. You know, there, there's just no point to being under to being independent anymore. anymore. Yeah, um, really. When there were more independent teams, it made more sense. But like now, you've got to like look at Notre Dame. Like you, you know, they've, they've had to like make a deal with the ACC, you know, so that they have some way of scheduling, you know, contests for all their other sports. Um, and that deal involves them being sort of like one foot in the conference in football and one foot out. Right, they are because um, they have to play five ACC teams. You know.
1: A year to be able mm. to be ACC for every other sport. Yeah. So, uh, Notre Dame, as much as we love you, and as much as we love you being independent, join a fucking conference. Well, you know they Take should one. have
0: joined the Big Ten, but the Big Ten didn't want them. Nope. It would, it would have made more sense geographically. They would have been able to keep their rivalries with Penn State, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State, State, Purdue. Yep. Um, you know, even Indiana, like not not really a yeah, rival, it, it, but it's an state. They
1: can play. They play the first
0: three games of the season non conference against uh, USC. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Stanford. But that's the thing; nobody does that anymore because with with these like expanded conferences, you don't want to, you know, play your non conference games against big competition. That's that's why Pitt doesn't play West Virginia right now. Well, and they they will never play. Penn State and WVU in the same season ever again because they have like three games, you know, to devote to non-conference opponents and they've got to make room for your Delawares and Akrons.
1: Akron. Well, Penn State playing Akron. Mm -hmm. uh, Pitt playing Bowling Green or Youngstown State or whatever. Uh, College sports, it's great after the First three weeks of the season, but it could it could be good <laughs> in
0: the first three weeks too. There's good games, you know. There are those good games. Teams do play tough games early. Well, and then you got the SEC this week
1: mm-hmm. uh, playing cupcake games because they have an extra game in the season. No, so, they're playing their their championship this week. Sorry, it was last week. Yeah, they played their cupcake games.
0: This was a weird week, though. This year was weird because um, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving late. was late. Um, so a lot of the rivalry games, you know, were the week before Thanksgiving, for sure. Right. Um, you know, Pitt, Pitt, Boston College was like, not a big rivalry. Ever. No. Nor, ever. nor was Pitt, Virginia Tech for that matter. Um, but you know, like there, there were other situations where it was just like, why is, why is this the game that's on, you know, during the Thanksgiving weekend? I mean, not that I got to see any of it cause I was driving but um, apparently that Alabama-Auburn game was decent. Oh, dude, it was pretty sick. <laughs> it was pretty... And the worst part was
1: I was at work, uh, and we don't have a cable connection at work, um, but we, had, I had a person at a table mm-hmm. that had the game on, and I was like, so what's going on? they're like, hey, it's, you know, uh, 46-40. I'm like, oh, okay. And it ended up Auburn won. Um... War Eagle. Uh um, War Damn Eagle. Right. Uh but no, over Thanksgiving weekend was some great college basketball. hmm There's some tournaments the Thanksgiving tournaments were going on and so forth. Pitt played in one of those. Uh had some big wins over the Turkey Day weekend yeah. tournament. Brought and, some brought some hardware home. Uh Kansas State, uh, K State and Northwestern. So you had a uh K State's what? Big, 12?
0: big twelve?
1: Big twelve, big and then Big Ten Northwestern uh brought those home. They played Rutgers tonight and had a win. Uh and then this week, this Friday, they have Louisville, which Louisville is now the number one team in the country. Uh and that's on the road in Louisville. Mm. No Rick Patino. Doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. They're still good. They're still really good. Yeah. Um they got to play Louisville um come up this Friday. Um both of these games were big games. Beating Rutgers was uh was really good. That's a Big 10 team. Um the Cardinals game is a super huge game being an ACC game because mm-hmm. Louisville Cardinals are ACC. Uh Pitt is 1 and 0 in the conference, 6 and 2 overall. Uh, They took a bad loss against, I forget who, Um, shit, who did they take that bad loss to? Over some no-name team. Who's that? Pitt.
0: Pitt lost to Nichols State. Yeah, a no-name team. It's not a no-name team. Well, I don't know what state it's in, but it's it's a team. I've heard of it before. Yeah, but they took a bad loss. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Technical state. Is uh, it a
0: bad loss for Pitt though?
1: It is. Does such a thing exist? It is a bad loss uh, with, with the Jeff Capel area coming in. That's a bad loss. Um, anyway, uh, more college basketball. Penn State uh, finds themselves six and one overall. Uh, no conference game play as of now. Uh, their loss was to Mississippi. Okay
0: uh WVU the basketball power
1: eh, right uh WVU is 7 and 0 overall uh they have yet to play a conference game WVU doesn't have a test uh until um until the end of the month uh when they play Ohio State mm. uh and that's still non conference uh so uh conference play doesn't really begin until mid to late December uh West Virginia you know they they're playing whoever right now uh ACC in general uh is all pretty tight so far uh with either 1 and 0 or 0 1 records um all but duke duke is uh 0 and 0 in the conference um Duke did take a bad loss to Stephen F Austin. Did you get to see any of that? Didn't again? get to see any of it. That was uh pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh Stephen Austin they went to overtime on that and Stephen Austin beat Duke in Cameron and it was it was pretty upsetting. it took him out of the number one spot.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh I mean Teams As are allowed should. to screw up more in college basketball. As it should. You, can, you can come back, you can rebound, if you will, um, from a bad loss in a non-conference early season situation. Like if Duke runs the table from here on out, that'll almost be forgotten. You know, it, it, they they might not get the number one overall seed, no, but they'll still right, get a, they'll to. still get a you know in one of the regionals be number one if, if they can win out. I, but guess what? Like I don't think they're going to win all the rest of their games you know like they're they're usually good for a loss or two here or there whether it be to carolina or like virginia or maybe NC even State. a sleeper pit pit yeah i uh, meant to say sleeper pick but i you know i had a Freudian You said sleeper pit yeah. maybe pit beats duke this year hey
1: we'll see how that goes cuz i think pit plays duke at duke this year yeah and they play carolina here okay uh or it's one or the other. I didn't know. No, because really Duke, Duke
0: came to town last year. All right. So I remember, remember that because Zion Williamson. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was so, a big deal. Well, it was J, bad. Yeah, Jay Z was at the game yeah, yeah. to scope. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. So,
1: uh, so Pitt will play Duke and Cameron this year. At UNC will come to Pitt. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then NC State. I'm not sure how that works out. But, you know, you take Duke, UNC, NC State, three perennial, uh, schools in the ACC for basketball. Um, you know, but conference play doesn't really start until Christmas. So we'll see how that goes. Mm. Uh, keep an eye on them. Uh, Pitt's doing really well. I like what cable's doing with the team, uh, as well as his recruits for next year. Uh, we Mm. talked last podcast. He's got three recruits coming in. They're all six, six and above, uh, We'll see how that goes, uh, and so forth. But in the meantime, we have the Stellars.
0: We made it this far. We made it this far. We we talked a little bit about Duck. We did talk about Um, Duck. I think I wished uh, property damage on the Browns Stadium. You did. But we didn't actually break down the game yet. No,
1: so uh, Duck came in in the second half of the Cincy game. Uh, Of course, we didn't record last week uh, after the Cincy game. It was the right call, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Duck came in in the second half of the Cincy game. He struck real quick. uh, Mm -hmm. Two passes, uh, a touchdown, no interceptions. uh, Real quick when he came into the game in the second half. Yeah. Um,
0: Basically did what needed to be done. Yeah. Uh, He wasn't spectacular, but... He didn't throw any picks no. And he didn't overthrow a bunch of guys Um, You know The Steelers have been relying on the running game Ducks only throw one pick And that was ironically
1: If you watched the game on TV Or DVR'd it or whatever When the announcers like Coming out this week in the Browns game Mm -hmm. It's like oh here's Ducks Numbers against Baker Mayfield And he was Superior to Baker Mayfield And Mm he says yeah, especially like her there. One touchdown no picks and then two plays later he threw a pick. I'm like, "Motherfucker, they jinxed us." They did. Was um, that Dan
0: Fouts? Yeah, it was Dan Fouts. Yeah. Um but we get more we get more Dan Fouts games than like any other team, I feel like. Yeah. You know, like unless we're playing the Patriots and we we get Romo and Nance, it Seems it seems like uh Ian Eagle and Dan Fouts are quite familiar with the Franco Harris statue at the Pittsburgh airport
1: <laughs> yeah yeah but no seriously uh, he came out in the Cincy game and just did
0: what we needed to do mm-hmm. made it happen we got it's a not win. hard to beat Cincy they're not a good mm, team no and since he won Rudolph this fast week, struggled. so Rudolph Rudolph has I've been saying all year ever since Rudolph was like injured the first time I feel like Hodges throws a better ball. He does. You know he gets and, he gets it okay. out quick. It's right. got a nice tight spiral to it. Like he's accurate I, I, downfield. Even Roethlisberger was overthrowing guys for like the past two seasons. Did you watch Duck? Uh, okay, so you were traveling
1: on your way back home. You made it home. I missed like the you missed the first first quarter. half of the first quarter. All right, all right. So. Right towards the end of the second quarter Mm -hmm. of the Browns game, uh, he hit Washington for that long uh, touchdown. And Washington was like falling on his butt and getting the ball and in for the touchdown. Prior to that, those passes that he was throwing were nice, tight spirals, kind of floaters. Mm -hmm. And... He looked like he was taking something off of it to mm-hmm. get it to the receiver. He was just throwing a good ball. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I don't want to compare him to Brett Favre in the second year or Brady in his second year, but kid's looking good. He's looking good. Um, he's,
0: he's starting again next week. He's um, starting
1: in Arizona You know, this week coming up. Uh, against the Cardinals and you have uh Kyler Murray down there as their quarterback, number one draft pick. Um he already beat a number one draft pick last week. Uh I I like the kid. I do. Yeah. Um last week he had what? No juju, no Connor, um, no Stefan Toett, no Barcase Pouncey. You know, he's still not going to have to it. Yeah. He'll have Pouncey this week as the center. He'll work with them all week in uh, preparation for the game. Um, Juju and Connor are, what, uh, day-to-day at this point? Uh, we'll see how that goes. If they don't practice Thursday, they're not going to play any game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much how that goes. Um,
0: we'll see how that works out. Um, how about Benny Snell? Benny Snell football. Benny Snell. Talking about that football? guy? Yeah. Dude, telling you, man, like I was happy when they got him, dude. He's 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 showing what he's got. How about his uh, mouth guard? I didn't notice his mouth guard. He's oh, got guard? like the little spinner. He's got a spinner
1: on it. What, like a fidget spinner? No, it's got it, it's got a spinner on his mouth guard. Well, so he's got his mouth guard in, uh huh. And it's black. Hmm. He's got a chrome, like fan spinner on it. Okay. It's like when he breathes out. It spins. When he rears in it, it spins the other way. Oh, wow. Does yeah. it whistle, too? Is it like one of those whistles uh, to you get a chicken I, cheese? <laughs> I don't know if it whistles, but he's got a spinner on his mouth guard. <laughs> you heard footsteps.
0: No, coach. I heard the whistle mouth
1: guard. <laughs>
0: no, he's got a spinner on his mouth guard, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, It's awesome. That's cool. But no, dude, like, guy's a beast. He's a workhorse. You know, he you know he's straight north south man he's not he's not trying to like dance around the corners you give him the ball he finds a hole i mean he he had a great game against the browns granted it's the browns um you know for all the hype about that you know fight and everything and like they, they should not have beat us that game if if Devin Hodges started that Cleveland game things could have been totally different well how about Vance McDonald Vance was awesome um I will
1: give you awesome on, like, five plays.
0: Well, the ones that he made were important. That's all I'm worried about. He was offsides, like, three times. Well,
1: I mean, um, that's mental mistakes. You know, uh, okay, yeah, you're a professional. You don't need that shit. All right? He uh, was offside like, three times. Um, he made a couple catches that were good. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, I think the Steelers' tight end... Issue needs to be worked out, and find a good tight end. Maybe find one in the draft. What the fuck, you did that before. You found Heath Miller in the draft yeah. in the third round. What the hell,
0: I like Vance, man. I, I mean, don't,
1: I don't. He looks to me like a blockhead. Like, oh, what do I do? I'm sorry. Well, he's
0: got like you know multiple concussions. That might have something. Uh, to do. You know, um, I... that's something you can fix. Like lining up offside. Like you can fix that. The, the the point is that when he needs to come up with big catches, and when he needs to get like two so he, extra yards for a first up down... He came with a couple big catches. Like he's able to do it. He's
1: done that. <laughs> I, I, I don't think Vance McDonald is a Steelers tight end. And the Steelers won't find a tight end until they find the next Heath Miller.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: I think the Steelers let that tight end go, and he's now Detroit. But... Having a bad year on a bad team. Having a bad year on a bad team. He could have a good year on a mediocre team. Of course, we're talking about Jesse James. Yes. Um, he could have a good year right now on a mediocre team.
0: The Steelers are a mediocre team. Eh, a little better than mediocre. Their defense makes them better than mediocre. Correct. They've, they've got a ball-hawking... Got, uh, and the reason they won that game is all down to Bud Dupree again. And like, say what you want about he's on a contract year. Like, I prefer not to like ruin the magic until oh, yeah. after the games are over. Right. But like, he's playing out of his mind right now. He is. And that that fumble that that he forced. Yeah, I mean, where has that been the past three seasons? But have you noticed? Doesn't matter if you're watching a Steelers game or
1: a Bills-Newton game, or a Chargers-Seattle game, mm-hmm. or a Bears-Tampa Bay game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All the guys going in for their tackling receivers, running backs, whatever, mm-hmm. are just straight
0: punching the ball now. Yeah. There's like... There is a lot of that. Like,
1: full-out, like, punching
0: yeah. the ball. And why Why weren't people doing that... I mean, that's supposed to be part of it always, right? Right.
1: You're punching the ball out, get the ball out, and so forth. And you hope that you get the ball out before a knee or an elbow or a shin or whatever touches the ground. Mm. Um, But now you see a lot of these like DBs and safeties and so forth. That's their game. They're like going in and just fucking punching the ball out. Well, you know, if you, and,
0: if you can't tackle, like the Steelers often uh, yeah, are not very um, good at tackling. But also, that's one way to cover up for your lack of tackling.
1: Right, but you're also seeing a lot of like the punching for the ball, but they miss the ball and mm. punch the guy in his chest or in his shoulder
0: or in the helmet and they yeah. call a flag on it. Yeah. But not Dupree, buddy. No. Like, he's locked in. He's locked in. He's locked in on the target and he's punching. You know, um, you watched most of the game. How did you feel
1: about those two calls that went to the booth? It took like five minutes. Okay,
0: so the the first one with the out of bounds. Yeah, the, that was on like the first possession of the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty inconsequential in the scheme of things. Um, you know what I mean? Like they 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 got three points off of it. They did eventually. Um, what did you think? I didn't see it. Uh, was, was did he get his second uh, foot in bounds or not? You know, we're it, talking about Jarvis Landry here. Yeah, right? Jarvis yeah. Landry
1: and and that catch that was a sick catch. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, a sick catch because it was ruled in bounds. Um, me personally, as a Steelers fan, he didn't fucking catch that shit. As a realist. Uh, he might have. Yeah, like you know, I, I listened on the radio on the know, radio
0: Wolfley sounded like pretty okay with the result. You know But the hey, the issue that the radio crew had was with how long it took How how long it took to do a fucking NFL replay.
1: You're calling guys and you're looking at an iPad mm. and you're calling guys in New York and you got headphones on and they're in New York and you got not only that guy but five other guys around yeah. him. In New York, being
0: like, "Oh, it's a catch." No, it's not a catch. No, yeah. it's a catch. That's the issue. That's well. That's like what Stag was saying on the on the subway. Final word, like, you know, one, once in a blue moon. I agree with that guy. And like, they need to just like switch it to some eye in the sky type shit. Well, you know, enough enough. Of, like, I know that it, like the referee just needs to get over his ego and accept the fact that like New York is gonna buzz your frickin' wristband the second they think you made a wrong call. And you're not going to have to wait for a coach's challenge and for the ref to run over to look at the little screen. So you know, what are we going to do? Like, Go the to... ref makes a call on the field. So New York, gonna... New York instantly has the video. And they say, like, that's wrong. He gets a buzz on his wrist and he says, like, you know, the previous play was overturned. It's it's uh, second down. So are we going to have, like, a ref on the field to, like,
1: put the ball down? And have everybody call
0: it from no, the not sky. everything, but I'm just saying like the the process of the replay review has too many steps that are unnecessary like you don't you don't need to let the ref on the field do the review, okay, like in my job, you know, if I do something and like I think I might have done it right, but like I did it wrong, like there's someone above me who makes that call immediately, okay, like there's not like. You know, or like in in a restaurant, Steve. Like you're working the line in a kitchen. You know, you've got a pecking order, okay. And if the uh, you know the sous chef is doing something one way, and like the executive chef says, like that's wrong. You need to like you know make that a meal for like a server or throw it in the garbage because that's a screw up. They don't talk about it for six minutes because that would make the whole fucking check screwed up, right? It'd be correct. So like like, you got to be able to make quick decisions and you know, change, change on the fly based on new information that's available. And in this day and age, like, let's not pretend that it takes six minutes to see a football replay because us at home, we've already seen that replay 10 times from 10 different angles. And then they go to a commercial and you go to the fridge for a beer and maybe you go get like a bowl of chili from the crock pot and Whoa. they're still not done with chili. it. I want chili now. it's, it's chilly weather for sure. It is <laughs> chilly weather. Oh, we went to a restaurant on Sunday at, uh, Julie asked the server, what's the soup? And he said, chili. And I didn't have the heart to tell him that chili isn't soup. But <laughs> <laughs> when in Rome... <laughs>
1: I'm surprised your young lady with her restaurant background wasn't like, chili's
0: not soup? She's also a vegetarian now, so... Oh, just oh. in one ear and out the other. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> But no, I understand. Um,
1: the NFL replay is getting... Really, really, really out of hand. Yeah. Uh, so, that's where we're going right now. Um, the Steelers, on the other hand, are on the upswing. Uh, you have Devlin, Doc Hodges, uh, FCS quarterback, um, undrafted, came into the Steelers as a free agent, and is doing things that not a lot of guys can do. He's winning games, coming in off the bench. He's winning games as a starter. He is the first quarterback to win his first two games as a rookie as a starter uh, since 1982. Um, So... You have that going for you. Uh, he's going ahead this week in Arizona uh, playing the Cardinals on the road. We're going to see what happens here. I'm not sure. Um, obviously, the Steelers fan, I'm going, fuck yeah, Duck Dodge is all the way, man. Um, as a realist, um, I think the Steelers are favored in this game by Vegas Odds uh and then uh you know just just chilling uh but yeah it's a good time uh Steelers this weekend uh fancy football by the way uh if you are still in it congratulations
0: congratulations cuz this now starts your playoffs week 13 i had to win i had to win this week to make the playoffs and i didn't so uh uh
1: I didn't win this weekend and again we talked about my fantasy football team. Last year, boom 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 boom, solid one all the way, one all the way through. This mm. year, uh I got my first two wins the first two weeks of the season and lost out. So I am nowhere near where I need to be. Uh I'm out anyway. Uh you're out of the playoffs too for your fantasy league. Yes. Uh Pat Mahomes injury Really screwed me up. Yeah, I had a uh, Drew Brees injury, a Hunter Henry injury,
0: and... And Juju sucking didn't help.
1: Yeah. um, But here and there, uh, thank you folks for listening to Matt and I babble.
0: Uh, back and forth It's not always babbling it's not as babbling you know we, we, no. we come here with with heavy hearts. We do. some weeks but this week we had a lot, a lot of good stuff to talk about. We did um, uh, lot really of good- really excited about the Steelers this is this is a scrappy fun team that I don't expect to like make the Super Bowl um, but I'm I'm really looking forward to obviously they need to win every game. Um, Pit basketball hey like welcome back. Yeah, um, those jerseys they wore tonight were straight oh, fire. The blackouts, the blackout jerseys with like yeah. the P logo and the white yeah. number. It's uh, awesome. I want one. Um, we'll see about It's so you crazy one. to think about wearing short sleeves in this weather, but like I'm, know, right? I'm ready to go suns out guns out. If you buy me one of those pit jerseys, <laughs> I'll, I'll wear it tomorrow. Hey, by the way, Matt's Christmas present:
1: blackout pit jersey.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just you know, hey, buy me one too. We'll I haven't bought a Pitt jersey since Julius Page was on the team, and I got the number one jersey, and that's that was when I was in
1: college. Oh shit, pretty. When what, what was the last Pitt jersey I bought? LeVance Fields. Nice. Yeah. So that's more recent than mine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not too far, but well, yeah. Yeah. A couple years. Yeah. Uh, DeWan Blair, I uh,
0: didn't buy his jersey, but um, I don't think I could fill out a DeWan Blair jersey. Well, you, I mean, I know you buy it, like, in your you size. You buy it in your size. But still, but yeah. like, there's just, some, there's just something incongruous about a guy like me, you know. Wearing, like, a, wearing a 4X. Jersey. And also, Blair you're not jersey. allowed to actually put the players' names on the jerseys. No, you're not. But, you know, if, uh, if you know, Ed Gainey and Dan Miller get their way, then that bill will pass. and We'll see how, how that know, goes. Pennsylvania athletes will be able to cash in on their likeness a little bit. All right, folks, thank you very much for
1: checking us out here at Bold Sports, episode 106, the uh, Duck Hodges episode, by the way. Let's go, buddy. All right. Quack, quack, quack. All right. Peace, folks. Have a good week. Good night. Hey, Ian's. Thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend with the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTacey on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag BoldSports bold pittsburgh on the facebook
0: or bold pgh.com